Well, hey there, everyone. This is Dana Shea, and you're listening to Real Relationship Talk. Today is episode 20. What an incredible way to end this year. Episode 20, ending the year 2020. I could not have planned it better myself if I tried. So y'all, speaking of 2020, I know this year has been nutso. I mean, who would have thought? Well, I remember we were in church at the end of 2019 during New Year's Eve service and everybody was so excited and there was probably a couple thousand of us in the building for our New Year's Eve service. I happened to actually be planning that. That's one of my jobs as a pastor at my church was to plan that specific event. And we had such high hopes for 2020. And who would know that in just a few weeks, we would lose Kobe Bryant, which for many of you, as it was for our family, just a devastating blow. Although, of course, we didn't know him personally. We loved him and uh, still miss him. And then, of course, COVID. And then, of course, the racial injustices and then the political craziness. I mean, this year is definitely a year that I think many of us are going to be like, peace out, do not come back. And so as I sat thinking about what are some things that I have actually gleaned from this year, because it hasn't been all bad. The truth of the matter is there's been some really amazing things that happened in 2020 as well. And so I'm going to just share with you personally, I launched a podcast, obviously, in 2020. I had no idea when I launched this podcast back in August of 2020 that we would interview some of the greatest voices in marriage and relationships that I would have so much fun. You guys, this podcast has actually even blessed my own marriage and brought me and Sean closer together. Sean has actually stepped out more and had a new uh, gifting, if you will, kind of stirred up in him. It's really been just an incredible experience. Not only did I launch this new podcast, but I got a book agent. And I don't really talk about my writing career a lot on this podcast, but I am a published author. And so I got a new book agent. I do have a book that is actually in the works right now about to be published hopefully in 2021. Uh, More on that as we get a little bit closer to that news. But the purpose of today's episode, you all, is to reflect and also to plan. There's an old saying that most of us know, and it says most people do not plan to fail. They fail to plan. And I think that could not be more true of marriages. How many of us actually have a plan for 2021 in our marriages? Raise your hand. Yeah, probably none of you. Most of us don't intentionally have marriage goals, even though we use that hashtag, right? Hashtag marriage goals. But today I'm going to talk about marriage goals. I'm going to talk about what my own personal marriage goals are for 2021. And I'm going to encourage you right now, whatever you're doing, unless you're driving, to go ahead and start making a plan for 2021 for how you want to have a better marriage. I don't believe that good marriages happen by chance. They happen by choice. And so if we are able to choose a different path, if we're able to choose to do some things differently, if we're able to plan, then we will, all of us, we will achieve our marriage goals. And so that's what we're talking about today on episode 20, hashtag marriage goals. Fellas, are you sick of your wife being too tired for sex? Ladies, do you get annoyed that all your husband seems to want is sex? What if you could take your intimate connection to the next level? 
I want to teach you about making love outside of the bedroom. Come learn how to make your lovemaking sessions last all day long. Join my hubby Sean and I for a hot and spicy virtual workshop on Tuesday, February 16th at 7 p.m. Eastern. We'll help you and your spouse to rekindle those loving feelings you felt when you first came together and make your marriage exciting again. Come with your spouse or come by yourself. Register today for the virtual workshop at danashay.com slash workshops. Whether you've been married for 30 days or 30 years, you won't want to miss this workshop. Register now at danashay.com slash workshops because it's time you made your marriage bed great again. All right, y'all. Well, like I said, today is the last episode of 2020, and I am so looking forward to 2021. I am an eternal optimist, and so my glass is always half full. I still make New Year's resolutions. Now, I know that some of you all are like, oh, New Year's resolutions, they don't work. Other people prefer to call them New Year's goals. I don't care what you call them. I just think that it's so important that we live our lives with goals in mind. I don't think that you should make unrealistic New Year's resolutions or New Year's goals like, oh, I'm going to lose 50 pounds in January. That's probably not realistic. Um, and, And also, we can actually make some unrealistic marriage goals. And so I'm not trying to encourage you to do that. What I'm trying to encourage you to do is to look at your marriage and the state that it's in today and then make some solid plans on how you actually want to choose to make it different. Because again, as I stated in the intro, great marriages do not happen by chance, they happen by choice. So I'm gonna share with y'all five goals that I have for this coming year, for 2021 and my own marriage, and then I'm gonna encourage you to make some goals yourself. Now, a part of this episode is going to be also sharing with you some really, really great resources, and then I have some really great surprises to share with you at the end of the episode today. So the first goal that I have is I am going to faithfully pray for Sean every single day. Now, y'all might be like, oh my gosh, aren't you a pastor? Don't you already pray for your husband every day? And the truth of the matter is, yes, I'm a pastor, and no, I do not faithfully pray for my husband every day. I lift him up. I say things like, thank you for my husband. Thank you for blessing me with him. I mention him in prayer every day, but that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is that more intentional, that more precise covering him in prayer. A lot of times, especially as wives, we see things that are wrong with our husbands and we'll either go to our girlfriends and talk about it. We'll nag to our own husbands and talk about it, but very rarely will we go to the only one who can change hearts, which is God. And so for me, there are some things that I'm believing for for Sean in 2021 that I am going to begin faithfully praying for him about. And one of the things that I'm going to be using to help me to do that is a great book. I actually picked this book up a couple months ago, and it's 31 Prayers for My Husband by Jennifer Smith. If y'all don't know Jennifer, Jennifer is the founder of A Marriage After God. You can find out more about her at amarriageaftergod.com. I'll actually have the links to that in the show notes on my website as well, uh, just in case you forget. But this book is called 31 Prayers 
for my husband. And um, the subtitle is called Seeing God Move in His Heart. And I started going through this book a little bit. The chapters are super, super short. And by super short, I mean one page. And every single day, there's like a little devotional that you can pray um, or that you can read, I should say. And then there's a space for you to write the prayers for your husband. And let me just tell y'all some of these titles, for example, would be um, praying that my husband would be filled with compassion, praying that he would have strong friendships, praying strength for my husband, breaking strongholds, praying protection over him, praying that he would make good choices, praying for his confidence, praying for him to have freedom from lust, cultivating romance, and so on and so on. And so, like I said, I started using this book um, not faithfully every day, but I'll look at it a couple times a week, pray some prayers over Sean. But this year, 2021, one of my goals is to faithfully, intentionally, consistently pray over my husband. So that's the first goal that I have for 2021. The second goal that I have for 2021 in my own marriage is to have these pillow talks every night. Now, I've talked a little bit about Pillow Talks on other uh, videos, and, and I've blogged about Pillow Talks, and this was something that Sean and I used to be more in the habit of doing, and we kind of got out of practice. But what a Pillow Talk is, is basically at the end of your day, the reason that it's called Pillow Talks is because you're laying on your pillow, and it can be before sex, after sex, you don't even have to have sex that night, but it's basically just a way for you and your spouse to reconnect. And so when Sean and I were doing this, it was great. We would talk about, you know, what we kind of do like this thing in our family called highlights and lowlights or rose and thorns, whatever you want to call it. And so we would talk about what is the best thing that happened to you today? What is the worst thing that happened to you today? And then we also added in, is there anything that you need from me or have I offended you in any way today? And it was just a really great kind of recap at the end of the day to celebrate your wins, to be able to vent a little bit about some of your losses. And hopefully you're communicating with your spouse throughout the day. So you may have already kind of talked about some of your wins and losses. But I love the thing that we used to do at the end, which was how can I help meet your needs? And if there is anything that I've done to offend you, what is it? And so I have no idea how we got out of practice, but y'all know how it is. I mean, life happens, you get sleepy, whatever. But that is another one of my goals is to reinstitute these pillow talks at night. The third goal that I have is that I want to start having these weekly meetings with Sean. Now, I know that sounds super like professional and very like non-romantic, but I want to tell you that so often in our lives, in our marriages, they can become rote. They can become routine. You talk about the kids, you talk about where, who's going to pick up this kid, who's going to take this kid, what kind of grades does this kid have in class. You talk about um, bills, you talk about things that are very just kind of ordinary, right? And of course, you have to talk about those things. I mean, not only are you trying to create a great marriage, but you're also raising a family and you're building a household. So yes, you have to talk about those things. But what happens, the problem is when we only talk about that stuff, when our marriage becomes bills and children and finances and groceries, and that does not make a great marriage. However, what I have learned, and I learned this out of the Marriage Fitness book. You guys remember Mort Fertel? He was on a few episodes ago. So out of this Marriage Fitness book, 
Mort actually gives this plan of kind of how to structure your week with your spouse. Now, he goes into great detail and it's very um, specific about, you know, having your weekly date nights, which I'll talk about in a little bit. He also talks about these business meetings. He calls them business meetings. To me, I'm not going to call them business business meetings. I'm just going to call them weekly meetings with my spouse. And during these weekly meetings, these are the times that you talk about those things. You talk about what bills need to be paid this month, who's paying which bills, if that's your flow and your own house. Um, You talk about what do the kids have, what events are coming up. Now, depending on when you're listening to this podcast, we are still in the middle of COVID-19. So there's not a whole, whole lot of extracurricular activities going on right now. That's actually been a blessing for us, not going to lie, um, because we our household is very, very busy. And so this has just really been a chance for us to kind of slow down with some of these extracurricular activities. However, they're going to come back. The kids are going to be back in sports again. We're going to be back on the road a lot again. And so these weekly meetings are just a time where you intentionally talk about some of these kind of ordinary, boring things that make your household work. And so that's something that I really want to get into the practice of doing. Now, as I stated, I want to encourage you guys to get this book. We had more on the podcast. I literally could have talked to him all day. Um, He is a straight shooter. I thought I was a straight shooter. This dude made me hit pause a few times. Like, what in the world? Like, it was really, really great, though. I so loved our conversation with him. So do check out that episode if you haven't already listened to it. And of course, I will have the link to Mort's book in the show notes on my website. Okay, so my fourth marriage goal that I have for 2021 is weekly date nights. Now, Sean and I, we've actually been really great about having our date nights. We don't do them every single week. So like if you go back and you try to look through my Instagram or my Facebook, you're not going to find 52 date nights. A, we don't always take pictures. But B, we don't date every single week. We date probably, mm, I would say we probably do maybe 75% of the whole weekly dating. And I want to move that number to 100%. I think it's possible that we go out once a week. I don't think that's a difficult challenge at all, especially because our kids are a little bit older. We don't have the whole childcare situation to deal with a lot of the times. However, I do realize that some of you do have littles. And it can be difficult to get out and to date every single week. There are definitely times that Sean and I will do date night ends. And this is what I always recommend to especially new moms or moms with littles is that you don't always have to go out. Sometimes you can just go ahead and put the kids down to bed early. You and your husband can do dinner and a movie downstairs or you can go outside. You can. There's so many things that you can do. There are a plethora of ideas. And maybe we'll do actually a whole podcast episode dedicated to creative date nights. But I want to be more consistent in making sure that our schedule does not dictate to us our lives, but that we are actually dictating our schedules. So if you have been saying, oh, Dana, I would love to have a date night, but I just don't have time. Let me tell you, you have time. You just have to make the time for it. And I'm talking to myself too. So my fourth goal is to be super consistent with our weekly date nights. My fifth and final marriage goal for 2021 is to have three couples getaways. Now, I don't mean three couples like inviting three couples. I mean me and Sean going away three times in 2021. It does not have to be grand. It doesn't have to be a private island somewhere. It's just getting away from the normal routine, getting away from the house, getting away from our dear children for three days and two nights, 
three times a year. Mort actually talks about these couples getaways in his book and my good friends Rich and Deanna Millentree have a really great resource called Face to Face Conversation Starters for Couples. Now we had the Millentrees on on episode 10 where we were talking about how to fix the communication problems in your marriage and relationships and Rich and Deanna are they're incredible. Their ministry is called Growing in Marriage and they have written this book called Face to Face. You guys I'm telling you, I give this book out to new couples when I'm doing premarital coaching. I give this book out to couples who are struggling with their communication. I'm just going to read to you guys a few of these conversation starters. And there's 365 plus, I believe. I, I know it's more than just one per day. But some of these conversation starters are something like this. Let me just randomly pick out one, okay, or a few. So the first one is describe a time in your life when you had to push yourself harder than you ever had before. What did you learn about yourself? I mean, think about what a great conversation that would be to have with your spouse. Another of these conversation starters, when do you feel most deeply connected to me? Amazing. Another one is share your most memorable Christmas as a child. I think that's fitting being that we just finished Christmas here. Um, Another one, listen to this. How would you describe your inner self-talk throughout your day? I mean, these conversation starters are really just allowing you to get a deeper peek into your spouse's life. Because as I stated before, sometimes in marriage, we just get into these conversations that are just boring, that are surfacy, and that don't really tell us a lot about our spouses. So taking the time to actually ask your spouse, hey, like, what are your inner thoughts like? You know, what are some of the things that you're struggling with right now? How can I pray for you right now? And what areas do you need the most support? Asking questions like that are going to go a long way with helping you to build intimacy in your relationship. And so I'm just sitting here thinking about when Sean and I first got married. I remember we had probably been married for, I don't know, maybe two years. And we used to take a family vacation once a year and a couple's vacation once a year. And we did that for a few years, but then you start piling on the kids and you realize, oh, financially, this is not going to work. And so we kind of cut back on the week-long couple's vacation. And I think that there was wisdom in doing that in that season. But we're now in a season where we can totally take a couple's vacation once a year and a family vacation once a year. But even if you can't do the whole full-out couple's vacation for a week, I think all of us can go to a little Airbnb, a bed and breakfast, your local hotel, Send the kids away maybe for the weekend with your grandparents and you and your spouse just have the house to yourself for the weekend. Whatever it is, whatever you have to do, I'm going to encourage you as I'm encouraging myself to be intentional about these three couples getaways. And I cannot wait for the last episode of 2021 to be able to tell you all, yes, we actually did these three couples getaways and maybe more. We'll see. So there you are. There are my five marriage goals for 2021. Now I want you to ask yourself, you don't have to think of five, but what are maybe two or three marriage goals that you are going to intentionally pursue for the year 2021? 
Maybe it's your intimate life. I didn't mention that specifically because, I mean, not trying to brag, but we kind of have it going on in the sex life department right now. In my marriage, our sex life is great. It's better than it ever has been. And so that's not really one of my marriage goals. But of course, I do want to continue to foster a great sex life in our marriage. And I am super thrilled to tell you all that Season three, which will start next Tuesday, is going to be all about maximizing your sex life. I am so excited about the guests that we're going to have in that series. I'm excited to share some resources. We're all going to stretch ourselves a little bit. And this is my pet peeve, y'all. You want to know what my pet peeve is? One of them, at least. It's when married people get all squirmish and weird about talking about sex. I'm like, okay, I understand. I understand that some of you have had sexual trauma in your lives. I understand that this can be a sore spot, but I don't think it needs to stay that way. You are not your past and you don't have to be trapped by your past. I fully believe that God wants your sex life to be amazing. And if you right now are thinking my sex life is not amazing, we don't have a sex life, or our sex life is boring, or my husband doesn't want to have sex with me, my wife doesn't want to have sex with me, um, I want you to tune in to this next series because we are going to talk about all things sex. Now, if you know me, you've been listening to this podcast for a while, we're not going to get raunchy with this series, y'all. There is a lot of information out there about sex. I think some of it is just downright degrading, in my opinion. We are going to approach this from a godly perspective, also from a real perspective. It's not going to be missionary position. This is what God, you know, no, we're not doing that. We're going to talk about the real deal. We're going to talk about some nitty gritty stuff, but it's going to be from a godly perspective. It's going to be safe. It's going to be classy. You're not going to have to worry about, oh my God, is this somehow going to be inappropriate? No, no, no. That's not what sex and marriage is all about. And that's not what I'm about. So. One of the resources that I'm going to be talking about from season three is a book called Romancing Your Husband, Enjoying a Passionate Life Together, and it's by Deborah White-Smith. And of course, I will link to that in the show notes so that you can check out that book and possibly get it if that's something that you're interested in. But I want to let you all know sex is a huge part of marriage. I mean, there's no getting around it. If we think that we're going to be able to create these great marriages and our sex lives are just kind of languishing out there, then you are sadly mistaken. And so we are going to talk all about it in season three. Some of the episodes we're going to dive into are spicing up your sex life, sex after kids, moods, (laughs) getting in the mood for sex. We're going to talk about squashing shame around sex. We're going to talk about a sexless marriage and maintenance sex. Yeah, that is going to be a fun episode and much, much more. So be sure that you're subscribed to this podcast if you are not already. It's so easy to subscribe. And that way, all the podcast episodes will just automatically show up. You don't even have to search for them. You don't have to look for them. As soon as you download whatever podcast player you're listening to, you will see Real Relationship Talk right there so that you do not miss one single episode. And I promise you, you will not want to miss one single episode. So Some new things for 2021 that I want to share with you is I'm going to be relaunching my video podcast. 
Some of you all actually found this podcast through my YouTube channel. I used to be extremely active on YouTube. I've got about 3,000 subscribers over there on my YouTube channel. And then I just kind of dipped out on YouTube for a little bit. And so I'm going to come back to YouTube. And many of you maybe heard the term vodcasting, which is basically just a video podcast. So the same audio that you're listening to right now, you are going to be able to see the video edition. I have a new podcast studio that we're building out. So all sorts of really fun, fun things happening there. So if you're not already subscribed on YouTube, you can just head over to realrelationshiptalk.com slash videos, or of course, just search Dana Shea on YouTube and you will be able to subscribe to the channel there. So something else really great that we're going to have for 2021, of course, we're going to have new guests. This podcast, sometimes I'll have interviews with guests. Sometimes it's just Sean and I, and sometimes it is just me, yours truly. But we are going to continue to bring you some great guests for 2021. We're also going to continue our Q&A with Dana Shea segments. So do continue to write in your questions to Q&A at DanaShea.com. Or of course, you can always send me a direct message on Instagram or Facebook, and you'll find the links there in our show notes on the podcast page of my website. So you guys, lastly, I just want to share with you that it is my desire to bring you all great resources, whether that's books, workshops, conferences, other conversations, all centered around your most intimate relationships. Most often on this podcast, of course, you're going to find me talking about marriage, but I continue to hear from singles that say to me, Dana, I listen to your podcast. When are you going to do some episodes for us single folks? So I just want my single folks to know I've not forgotten about you. We are going to do a whole entire series for singles coming up in 2021. So get ready for that. Well, finally, before we say goodbye, I'm going to encourage you married folks to go ahead and register for the workshop that you heard about at the top of the show. It's called Making Love Outside the Bedroom. This workshop is going to prepare you for this new series that we're coming up with, season three, all about sex. But even if you don't listen to every single podcast episode, you still want to be a part of this workshop. It's going to be incredible. Mark my words. So you can head on over to danashay.com slash workshops to register for that. Well, you guys, it has been an amazing, amazing start to this podcast. I cannot wait for what's ahead as I continue to grow, as I continue to glean, as I continue to increase in my own skills. I pray that this podcast will get better and better and better. Thank you so much for being on this journey with me. Whether you've been around since episode one, or maybe you're just finding this podcast today, I am so grateful for you. So be sure to subscribe to this podcast rate and review it. Those rates and reviews help other people just like you to be able to find practical, wise, relevant marriage and relationship advice. So you all, this has been my pleasure. I am so blessed by every single one of you. I am blessed by your instant messages. I am blessed by your reviews. I am blessed by your time and your attention, but I'm mostly blessed when I see your relationships flourishing. That's the whole goal. That's why I do what I do. That's what Real Relationship Talk is all about. So thank you so very much from the bottom of my heart for being a part of this journey. I cannot wait to see what is in store for us in the year 2021. Have a happy new year. Love to you and your families. And I will see you on the next episode. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. 
God looks at your heart, not your gene size. Do you know the verses yet still stress over your body? Oh, I get it. I was raised in church, but I struggled with food, eating disorders, and my body for decades. I'm Heather Creekmore, host of the Compared To podcast, where we talk about all things body image and comparison from a biblical perspective. We get real about the pressure to focus on appearance in a culture where looks seem to matter most. Whether you're wrestling wrinkles or battling the scale, Compared To Who is the show for you. You'll laugh a little and be encouraged a lot. If you're ready to stop comparing and start living, visit lifeaudio.com to listen and subscribe.